here we go, folks. Welcome to Inside Middle Tennessee. <coughs> We've got, I was say we had a kind of a light crew, but, you know, Scott just decided to walk in the door at the last second. But you know what? I used to do that all the time. When Robert McKay was running this thing, <laughs> I literally never showed up until 15 to 30 seconds before. I had it timed for when I... When you needed to be here. I try to get here five to ten minutes early, sit and go over what I'm going to talk about in the car, and then come in. Yesterday we had our typical weather weather pattern where Williamson County got hammered, and we didn't get any that I'm aware of. Well, it sprinkled a little bit at the house, and that was it. Scott, anything Kalioka? A little bit of rain. We got got nothing. Just enough to keep you from cutting hay. Yeah. Yeah. I live yeah. on the north side of Columbia, right outside the city limits off Baker Road, and we got zilch. Terry, yeah. you get anything? Yeah, we did. In fact, I was uh, hauling my camper back. I was had an estimate on the roof, and as it went down the bypass, there was a big wind went through <laughs> and had me rocking and rolling for about a mile there. Wow. <laughs> there you go. I got, it, got my camper home and just got it under the awning before the uh, 10-minute storm came through. I can't think of something that would be more hair raising than to be pulling a, a big camper mm-hmm. and have a big wind come oh, up and yeah. start pulling, yes. pulling your vehicle all over the road because it's pulling on that camper. And of course, since I was only going about five miles, I didn't bother to hook up the sway bar and stuff, which would have prevented that, but uh, I'll know better next time. Well, <laughs> it, it would have helped. Yes, it would have. Anyway, let me introduce the players. I'm Jim Ross. We got Terry Wilcox on the board. Thank God today. Scott Sapicki, representative for the 64th District, Sarah Elizabeth, and guess who is playing hooky today, Scott? Mm. Yeah, she's she's, she's got to go to the detention. That's reported at an ex-superintendent of schools. Yeah, she's playing granny today. I think we need to make her repeat third grade. Or repeat third grade. Yeah. She could do Easy. it. She, Easy. She could yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, uh, she and Ellie Grace decided that they were going to sleep in this morning. So. And now how old is Ellie Grace Ellie now? Grace just turned nine. All I have right. a nine-year-old. You got a nine-year-old. Yeah, I, I gave her a birthday shout-out uh, yeah. Monday. Oh, yeah. Thank yep. you. You're welcome. She, um... She is quite special to us, so um, and uh, everybody that knows her. So it was. A, she have a big birthday. She had a big birthday. We had a big a birthday. Birthday. We had a big birthday party on Saturday with some of her friends. Uh, which you know the storms came through. It was kind of stormy Saturday, and we didn't know whether we we're going to have it or not. And then it cleared off, and it was cool, and it was nice, and we had a big time. Well, guess guess who else has a child that had a birthday? Scott Sapicki has an 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh-oh. Aww. Uh-oh. Did you tell him that he's no longer el- eligible for juvie? Well, I, told him <laughs> I told him that his borrowing limits from the first bank of Sapicki is being limited now as he's an adult. Ah. So he has to start to figure out how he's going to pay for. Uh, now, I, I, mom, mom, and I, we pay for gas to get him to and from school and around town. Mm-hmm. But when he uses the fuel to go visit his friends and things like that, he's got to put that in his in his truck. And uh, diesels don't get the mileage that uh, other cars get, so he's got to be really start to learn how to be careful. Particularly if you got a lead foot. But it, I mean, it go it goes fast, man. I mean, it's. I, I remember yeah. when he was on my shoulder. I mean, a little uh-huh. bitty baby and. You know, now he's getting ready to choose the college he's going to go play football for. So it's 
crazy. It's, it's unreal how fast. And and mm-hmm. I remember everybody saying when I was pregnant with Ellie Grace how fast it would go. And I'm like, oh, it won't go that fast. Like mm-hmm. the first few years were kind of because you're not sleeping and uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> like now, it's like she's going to be in third grade. We're getting in, like figuring out what kind of sports and stuff mm-hmm. she likes or what she likes <laughs> to do. And well, when you know when you're a new mom and dad in the hospital. And the next night or the next day you're going home and they wheel the child in for you and say, here you go. It's all yours. Mm-hmm. And you go home and for the next two and a half to three months of your life, you never think it's going to end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and everybody tells you who's had children is this will pass. Yes. It will pass. And it will accelerate. And then you buy diapers. And then when you stop buying diapers, you get a pay raise. Yes. And, then, and formula, too. And formula. And yeah. then you start on something else, and then you start on something else, and then they get into sports, and you're paying for equipment. And then they get to be 18, and you're like, okay, so some college is going to have to pick up this tab now for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Then they get to be 16, and they want a car. And they yeah. Get, yeah. And so it's, it's, uh, it's, it is just when, you're, when they're that young as babies, right? You can't wait for them to get older. Mm-hmm. And then when they get older, you wish they could go back and be babies again. Yeah. But I, every age has something interesting. Oh, like yeah. like how f- they learn and how they... Talk back. talk uh, Or talk back. <laughs> or they start emulating you. you I got know. a 38, 35, and a 32-year-old. Okay. Uh, Terry, I don't know how old your kids are. Mine are... Uh, Forty-three and thirty-seven. Yeah, these yeah. young whippersnappers over here just talking about all this stuff. <laughs> I do got a five-year, four-year-old grandson. Though. Yeah, yeah, it does repeat itself, by yeah, the way. Yes, it does. Because I got a thirteen-year-old grandson and a ten-year-old grandson and a six-year-old granddaughter. So what's interesting is Ellie Grace will think that you're the smartest person in the world right now uh-huh. until puberty hits. Oh yeah, and then she's like, "Don't talk to me." Oh well. The most, the most tumultuous years at the Hickman household was when I was in middle school. Yeah. That's when Sheila Hickman and Sarah Elizabeth fought like cats and dogs. And yep. Daddy would just, he goes, I don't remember my sisters doing this with my mama. And, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. At what point in time are they? will it get to be where they finally figure out that everything, and I'm thinking about the phone because they yeah. all live on the phones now. Yeah. That everything on the internet is not true. <laughs> <laughs> what? Or, or what actually, <laughs> or actually, that mom and dad were the smartest people in the world that would have made me a millionaire if I would have listened to them. Yeah, <laughs> and and you go back and listen to what your mom and dad say, right? I mean, don't don't pay credit, stay off of credit cards, yeah, cash only, don't eat out that much, stay home, right? yeah. And there's a guy named Dave Ramsey who's made a multi-million dollar empire. Have y'all empire. seen his facility? Yeah. And basically all he tells you is what your mom and dad told them, their mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Pay for it in cash, stay out of debt, live within your means. Yeah. And don't and, and if you're going to get rid of something, think about it. You might need it for something. Like my mm-hmm. grandfather, my mom's dad, Clifford. Sold everything. I mean, kept everything. Kept everything. It. Like He's like, we might need that for something. And sure enough, there would be something. He goes, I think I have that or something like that. Yeah. In the, he could fix anything. He could fix anything, too, with only a uh, sixth grade education. Well, I have a barn full of stuff that I'm waiting to use. I know. My dad, has, my, dad and my Sean wife, have the same thing. If she's probably listening to this, she's going to kill me. But my wife <laughs> saves everything. So I'm waiting for that day to say, you know, that well, that's thing, not bad. Well, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, 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 it is, God, it did just grow up fast, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, my youngest that you've probably seen, he's mm-hmm. now 6'5", 290. <laughs> you know, and he's and only fifteen. He's going to be a sophomore. And year. I remember when they were little, and now to see them as grown, like 
getting to be adults, it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of surreal to see. I mean, that. most people in Murray County, because you know, I take my boys wherever I go you mm-hmm. know, in politics. Since 2010, Murray County's watched my boys grow up because yeah. they follow me around everywhere I've gone. They've gone up, all right. Right, and it's it's so it's 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 fun. I mean, and and to, and to see the kids that I remember them playing with because they don't go to the same school, and now they're grown and they're going to college, and it's just like I mean, we're talking about with Gabriel now. Okay, where do you want to go to college and what do you want to study? Because mm-hmm. now you're starting to make life decisions. Yes. Yeah. You know what do you want to do? And, what do uh, you think you want to do? And right. I changed so much from knowing what I wanted to do between my junior and senior year than anything. I wanted to go to the University mm-hmm. of Florida and be a marine biologist, and then I changed. And then I wanted to go to the University of Mississippi and go get a degree in, in Southern history. And then I changed again and went to MTSU, and I did mass communication with a minor in history. So, you know. I changed so much. Well, I will tell you. Time. I will tell you this much because I had three daughters. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a time, and and I call it uh, the alien stage. They're going to hit about like the Scotch point that he made a little bit earlier. Uh-huh. They're going to be about thirteen or fourteen, and they're going to turn into the alien. Yes, you're not going to know who this is, and all they are is a terror. <laughs> yeah. you know? Now, but I'm also here to tell you that that. Give it about three or four years and get to be when they're about 17 or 18, Scott. And you probably experienced with Gabriel, but they start to pull out of that. Mm-hmm. And they really kind of become kind of fun adults. But always remember, and, and Terry T. Willie knows this too, you're going to relate to your children for a lot, lot longer as adults than you ever will as, as kids. Yeah. And let me tell you, it's fun. It really, mm-hmm. it really is fun relating to your kids uh, as as adults now granted they don't know they still don't necessarily know everything no you know and you'd like to think they're, they'll be completely off the payroll but somehow that kind of turn that kind oh, of I, Eddie, happens to revisit itself well, from time to my time my parents said that they you couldn't know. get me off the payroll so um you know that's all I, right I'll, I'll i'll never forget that uh that i told uh my oldest one time scott you'll love this one she uh she went to ut and she parked down on the strip in a bookstore parking lot and went to the um, across the street to another store. And the parking is so compressed up there, mm-hmm. and they're so protective of it. And there were signs everywhere that says, if you park here, don't park here unless you're coming in our store. You know, basically, oh, it's for owner or store patrons only. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll be towed. Well, guess what? She came out of that store, and she saw her car going down the street with uh, behind a tow truck, and she's running after it, trying to get it to stop. She's calling me up, and she's crying, and i got to pay $60 to get it out. And I said, okay, uh, that's what is known as a stupid tax. <laughs> stupid tax. <laughs> stupid tax. And I say, There's, this will be your free pass. And I said, I'm happy to pay for school. And all, but I'm not paying stupid tax, you know, anymore. Mm-hmm. That you're going to pay for stupid tax for doing what you uh, weren't supposed to be doing, and you knew better. Yeah. So, well, I had friends at MTSU that would get parking tickets, and their like grades would be, like there would be some encumbrance, and their parents would have to pay. Or they'd have to call their parents to oh, pay their... Yeah, <laughs> Tennessee was on a quarter system when I was up there. And I was dating a girl who had a Triumph TR6. And she parked it everywhere. And parking tickets then were $3. Which was, wasn't a small sum necessarily back then. But uh, but that's, you know... I think they were between 10 and... They went up to 15 I think. Well, they were $3. 
every quarter she would rack up like $225 worth of parking tickets. And, you know, Daddy just paid it and didn't worry about it. I'm just sitting there going, boy, I tell you what, my, my father would have strung me up. Oh, Eddie Hickman would have had me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see what Eddie Hickman would have done to oh, you. Oh, there's a lot of... It'd be called getting a bicycle. Well, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, exactly fear, right. The fear of Eddie Hickman is still alive and well in me <laughs> at forty. <laughs> the fear of Eddie Hickman is in me. I, I watched him coach and everything else, but that's not necessarily he, a bad no, thing. He, I have the best parents. I love them, and they've been such wonderful people, community servants, and they're wonderful parents and grandparents and friends, and um, they're very, you know. But they, they. Eddie Hickman ruled with an iron fist at the house, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, he, he would have been good in the Corps. Reminds me of what I had a, a commander tell me one time. I was talking with him, you know, about leadership and stuff like that. And he said, you know, what I really would like to do is to be respected and loved. He said, but if I have to make a choice, I'd rather be respected than mm-hmm. loved. Yeah. His you motto know? is firm, fair, and friendly. Yeah. So. And, and you know what? I think that probably that describes Eddie pretty well. Yep. You know, pretty well. So, other than that, <coughs> first Fridays. I know it's back. Yeah, it's going to be. Scott, are you going to be downtown? Yes. Uh, where will you be? I don't know. No, I don't not know yet. yet. But you'll be easily seen. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to just. Uh, I, I might even be sitting on the back uh, tailgate of my pickup truck, just kind of sitting there. Um, but you know, if somebody comes by and has a question, I'll try to answer it for them. If they have something that uh, they want to know, I'll try to answer it for them. And just be down there, maybe maybe you know hour or two, and just kind of hang out for a little bit. I don't want to get in the way of all the vendors out there, you know, who are trying to sell stuff. What about setting up a, um, a folding table on a courthouse lawn area? Well, that would be in the sun. Yeah. So no. Yeah. <laughs> no. He does not want to be in the sun. No, would be in the sun. No. But uh, you well, know, we could we could cure that. I mean, we're already talking about getting the dunk tank yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No. no. So, uh, <laughs> Reservations. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a line a mile long, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. There's not that many Democrats out well, there, Scott. Well, there's more people that like me that don't, so yeah. it'll be okay. <laughs> At least so far. So far. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, um, I'll be down in the square for a little bit, maybe an hour, hour and a half, just to hang out and see if anybody has any questions for me. Um, not in, you know, not campaigning or anything, but just be there. I'll have my banner out so you'll know it's me. And then if you have a question, you can stop by and ask me a question. I'll be happy to answer it. Um, if if it's a state issue, I can answer it for you. If it's a local issue, I, I don't think I can. And you can point them in the right direction. Right. And this is a, your county commissioner. Go yeah, see him. If it's a if it's a county issue, I'll point it to courthouse. And if it's a state issue, I'll point to Washington. So, uh, but or a federal issue. But um, it, it just be out there just to say hello to people. And you know, um, you know, you just can't show up on the square just on election years. You got to show up, you know, all the time. All and try time. To, and try to answer questions. Uh, we got that special session coming up that the governor has not called yet, but he said he's going to August 21st. So if people have any concerns about that, I'll be down. You can voice your concerns to me, and, you know, we'll we'll go from there. Yeah. So also the farmer's market is going to have bingo on Saturday really? morning. I, one thing about the farmer's market, and we're going to take a break yeah. here in, in just a second, but one thing about the farmer's market, folks, if you want to get any produce, I don't know what time they open it up. It opens from it's from 8 to noon and they'll kick off a fun game of farmer market bingo at 9 a.m. Well, as most of yeah. us know that have been to farmer's market, you better get there the first hour. Yes, if, or it's going to be picked over or gone. It's going to be picked over or gone. 
And I'll tell you what, folks, we're up against a break. We better go. <laughs> we're, we're, we are having a little bit of fun this morning. We'll be right back with Inside Middle Tennessee. Every morning, I park my car across the street from my business, and I can't wait to get in there. That's pretty common for small business owners. We have the added satisfaction, however, of guiding hundreds of families with their retirement, education, savings, and general investments. We're a locally owned business that tries very hard to simplify a complicated world. This is Monty Sneed from Caledonian Financial in Historic downtown columbia securities and investment advisory services offered through nbc securities incorporated member finra and sipc this is jumpin joe wiley and you're listening to 101.7 wkom columbia hi i'm robert rogers at parks motor sales buick gmc and i'm michael parks lawrence at parks motor sales buick gmc together we're mr bobby parks grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community being family owned and operated we invest heavily in our community we do things like sports teams schools bands you name it we try to help everybody we can the reason why we do this is because we all love this community so come do business with us your neighbors at parks motor sales in columbia tennessee right off nashville highway or at parksmotorsales.com Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Yeah! 
Hi, folks. Cowboy Clyde back, and I'm teaming up with Harness LLC to tell you about the Murray County Sheriff's Rodeo. Happening Friday and Saturday night. Kids under 11 are getting in free, with the first hundred of them getting a free cowboy hat. All proceeds go to help reserve deputy programs, like Shop with a Cop and School Resource Officer programs, to teach our youngins about the dangers of drugs, tobacco, and alcohol. Pony rides, a petting zoo, bareback bronc riding, steer wrestling, bull riding, and Woo, doggy! You'll have a great time with the family. So get your cowboy boots on and get ready for a good time that won't cost you a fortune. The Murray County Sheriff's Rodeo just over yonder at the Murray County Park in Columbia. Friday and Saturday, gates open at 5.30. Show starts at 8. If you need more info, go to murraycountysheriffsrodeo.com. That's murraysheriffsrodeo.com. It's all brought to you by Harness LLC. Build people, move dirt. This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Inside Middle Tennessee on Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM. And we're back with Inside Middle Tennessee after that <laughs> hasty rush to go to break, you know, because I, I got to do it. Just, just a quick reminder on that rodeo, uh, we didn't have the dates in there. It is the 14th and 15th, next Friday and Saturday, not this Friday and Saturday. On the Sheriff's Rodeo. On the Sheriff's, the Sheriff's rodeo. rodeo. Yes, yep. yes. And they'll That's be here next week to yeah, they'll be we'll here have next a week. load of people in here next week. Oh, yeah. 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 I remember Enoch George for years came in here. Oh, yes. Yeah. And now now we get Bucky. Bucky and, and Kyle Bucky, and Bucky does a great job. Oh, yeah. I mean, boy, he just took up where Enoch left off. and mm-hmm. he, he didn't miss a beat no. at all. No. So anyway. Wonderful guys, wonderful service yeah. they provide. So, Mom and I, since she's not here, it's yeah. just me. Yeah, she's in detention. She's in detention, but she and I talk about what we should talk about and stuff. And I thought this was kind of interesting. It may not be to some people, but... Um, <laughs> well, don't start out like that. I know, but, you know, the July the 4th was this week, so... um I looked up interesting patterns concerning presidential birthdays and deaths. Mm-hmm. We've had three presidents die on July the 4th. Really? Yeah. Two died on the same day. What? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Jefferson yeah. and Adams. Jefferson and Adams died on the 50th anniversary of the adoption of the Declaration of Independence in 1826. Wow. There is some conspiracy theories that it was timed that way and all that. And there's like a whole article uh, written um, about uh, by Mar- Margaret B. Batten that discusses six, um, I think, six explanations on death, on, <laughs> on the conspiracy of that. Family, health. Uh, an agreement between them, you know, crazy things like that. Um, but uh, Jefferson died at two o'clock on July the fourth, and Adams died about six o'clock. But Adams said Jefferson survives, and actually Jefferson had already died. He just didn't know it. He didn't know it. Adams was ninety, and Jefferson was eighty-three, and um, so they were about two hundred, about hundreds of miles away from one another because Adams was in Quincy, Massachusetts, and Jefferson was in Monticello. You know, wouldn't it have been fun to be able to pick their minds, both of them? I would just love to be in a room with them just to listen to their aura. Like, I'm sad we did not have recordings of, you know, 
like recordings had not happened, but we have like the written word. Yeah. But um, just to hear like Lincoln and Roosevelt and you know all the pre- like just hear the recordings, the orations that they would have given, like Alexander Hamilton and George Washington, you know, just to sit and listen mm-hmm. to them because they, as we talked to last week, um, you know, these were very learned men and they. Classical, classical education. Yeah, everything. So, Well, you know, the, uh, and I want to remind people, and you tell me where it's on, but there yeah. is a mini-series on Adams, and it's, that's what it's called. It's called Adams, if you want to Google it. I think, I think I it was on HBO. I don't know if it's HBO or not, but if you get a chance to see that, you should. It is, It is. I, you know, we looked at it kind of like, oh, okay, we've nothing yeah. else to do. Let's look at it, and boy, it'll hook you. Yeah. Um, they shot a good bit of that in Williamsburg. <clears throat> Virginia. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but that, yeah, that's a good program. I've only watched one or two episodes of it, but it's worth, no, I, it's I might good. rewatch it now. Um, also, um, the third one that died five years later was James Monroe. Okay. So one of the, so, um, he passed away in 1831. Well, you don't hear much about Monroe. You no, know? you don't. And he, so of the first five presidents, Three died on July the 4th. Wow. So, if, if you think about that. Um, two presidents were born in 1767. Andrew Jackson um, was born on March the 15th. Beware the Ides of March. <laughs> um, and John Quincy Adams was born on July the 11th. Uh, four presidents were born before eight the 1810s. So I, you know, when I when I started looking at this, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, well, how about how about this question? How many father son combinations were present? See, uh oh, she's thinking, folks. Like four, maybe. Really, that many? I th- well, I don't know, maybe three. We uh, we got the Adams, the Bush, the Bushes. the Bushes, and then there was maybe one more. The Rose Roosevelt. No, they were no. cousins. Cousins. Yeah. I th- maybe just two. I think it's probably just two. Scott? What was the question? Ah, he's not paying attention. Father, father and sons that were presidents. How many? Uh, two. Well, Bush, Roosevelt. No, Roosevelt's no. are cousins. Uh, Adams. You got Adams and... and uh, John Quincy. And the Bushes. And the Bushes. Sure. Is that it? I think that's, that's it. it. I think that's it. So far. So far. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Millard Fillmore, Franklin Pierce, Abraham Lincoln, and Andrew Johnson. They were all born before 1810. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, two presidents were born in 1822, Ulysses Grant and Rutherford B. Hayes. Um, among the... That lit- means during the Civil War, Grant was only 40. Mm-hmm. Wow. But he looked older. Oh, well, yeah. I, all I, those men, if you look at the generals, those photo- photographs of the Union and... A lot of gray hair. Golly. It just wears them out. Well, and you look at Lincoln, too. Yeah. He aged a lot in office. Oh, yes. You can, and, and they do that. Like, Obama obey, aged in office. Like, the picture of them coming in and the picture of them done. James K. Polk. I mean, all of them. That, that's quite the weight of the world, literally. Yeah. yeah. That if you're you, having to deal in with. In other words, stress is real. Stress is real, yes. Yeah. Uh, among the living presidents, three were born uh, in 46. Clinton, George W., and Donald. Uh, the current president was born in 1942. Uh, 
There were three presidents born in successive years in reverse order in their ordinal numbers as president. How in the world did anybody come up with that? I don't know, but I thought that that sounds like one of those <laughs> well, terrible gotta, gotta, word that, problems yeah. that you get in school. Yeah, you gotta Please tell name. Oh, I need to was say that on this. the third grade test? Again. Huh? Was that on the third grade test? That is not on checking. the third grade test. They need me to help them with random facts on the third grade test. Um, Theodore Roosevelt was the 26th president born in 1858. So Theodore Roosevelt was a child during the Civil War. Yeah. And then William Howard Taft was born in 1857, and he was the 27th president. And Woodrow Wilson, the 28th president, was born in 1856. Wow. So, um, and two presidents share a birthday. James K. Polk was born on November the 2nd, 1795. And Warren G. Harding was born on the same day in 1865. Yeah, pretty good distance apart. That's a pretty good distance apart. So, um, just random other things like two presidents died in 1901. Benjamin Harrison, he was the 23rd president. And William McKinley, um, you know, he was shot. William McKinley was shot. Yeah. So, um, and then... The longest living president, uh, president, who like that has, is Jimmy Carter. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say is Jimmy Carter. Gerald Ford uh, was ninety three. Ronald Reagan was he lived about that long, yeah, I think a little so. bit longer, and then um, and then four recent pres- uh, presidents, the four in succession have lived beyond ninety. You know, I'm absolutely amazed with all the stuff that's happened to Jimmy Carter. I'm absolutely amazed he's he has survived at this point. I know, I um, know. And only two other presidents lived to that age: John Adams and Herbert Hoover. Lived to what? The, ninety. What? Wow, I didn't know Adams lived that long. Yeah, yeah, he had just turned ninety. Wow, that's pretty. And sweet. you all, like going back to Jefferson and Adams? What they watched a nation, our nation, be born. And make it to their 50th birthday. Like, it's 50th birthday. Like. Yeah. As it, you know. that That's pretty good. That. You know. Um, you don't think of it. Like, it's hard to grasp that, but. Well, because it, it was such an important part. I mean, it's like during 1812. You know, War 1812. Yes. Was fought over the, uh, the British were trying to get us back. Uh-huh. And they were taking uh, sailors off ships. The impressment, yeah, yeah in, or conscripts, yes, and all that kind of thing, and uh, and and there was a pretty good movement uh, within the United States itself about going back uh, and being under British rule too, mm-hmm. and you know, just a, we don't realize how tenuous that that um, democracy that we had was yes. as far as being that you know it reminds me of what uh, ben franklin i think ben franklin said somebody asked him about it and he, and he said what do you have and he, he said uh what was it a republic if you can keep it yeah something, something like, like that. that yeah paraphrase yeah yeah, yeah. paraphrasing Same. there but, but i mean it boy we were on we were on thin ice for a long time mm-hmm. not to mention monetary issues oh yes we had huge monetary issues mm-hmm. back there Back then, yes. In fact, that's when they had the Whiskey Rebellion, which is where they were taxing whiskey up in Pennsylvania. 
to pay for, I, I think to pay for the Revolutionary War or pay for the war. Something like, yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Or try to. So, but yeah. But I thought those were kind of interesting facts that people don't think about. Like, there's a whole group of scholars that do numbers like and focus on nothing but the presidents yes like do that kind of that you know to me the other crazy thing about the presidents though is that there are so few of their birthplaces that are left yes i mean i I mean i mean you know pokes is not no uh, no you know but i'm trying to think of well a whole lot of them are. You know. A whole lot of them are gone. A whole lot of them have been lost to history because some of the places were saved, like the colonial dames saved, like Monticello and uh, not Monticello, uh, Mount Vernon, and yeah. like there were groups that decided, kind of like the Polk home here, that we needed the the Polk Association. We needed to save that for posterity purposes, and a lot of presidents have when they. When they get out of office, they get their presidential libraries. Well, that didn't start till you know modern times. I would say that's that's only been about the last. So 50 all years. these early presidents all were left is their homes that some of their homes they lived in, or like James K. Polk, the only two buildings, <coughs> the houses that he lived in that are still in existence is the White House and the house here on the corner down the street. So, you know, the thing I'm kind of surprised at is if you get on Nashville Highway and you go north, on the right-hand side, before mm-hmm. you get to Neapolis, there's a marker out there, and it, says, it points over there. It says, Polk's Boyhood Home. It was there. It was there. But why has there nobody ever tried to do a archaeological dig or something like that on it? I know there are people that dig. That did have dug over there. They went sure, out. Did they were they like thieves in the night? Yeah, went they sure were not main nameless. But I know uh, people <laughs> that do that, um, and they probably listen to the show. <laughs> probably yelling at the radio that I. But there, there are people that dig. But there is an old smokehouse on that property, or rumored that there was one that may have been that old. But I'm not sure. I've never been on that. I know that is owned by a developer now. Okay. Part of that property is mm-hmm. so that anything up that that corridor now is gone. Most of you know the strongholds are the pet cemetery and <laughs> Dr. Daniel's walking horse farm, uh, yeah. uh, where the city limits uh, apartments <clears throat> are that are just built behind the car wash. There, <laughs> that was my great grandfather Luther Carpenter's farm. He raised hogs there and. Um, it's hard to see that. Um, well, you know, there's some people that also think that, that when they tore down the Orman building that's behind the Pocom, yes, that they should have dug down and excavated that. It could have been a, a landfill of sorts for the, for mm-hmm. the Pope people. There's no telling what's down there. No, but it, yeah. it does produce a nice garden. <laughs> <laughs> or it has. Yes. Tell you what, folks, we're up against a break. We're going to be right Back with Inside Middle Tennessee. 
Every morning, I park my car across the street from my business, and I can't wait to get in there. That's pretty common for small business owners. We have the added satisfaction, however, of guiding hundreds of families with their retirement, education, savings, and general investments. We're a locally owned business that tries very hard to simplify a complicated world. This is Monty Sneed from Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. This is Del Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, health care, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. And we're back with Inside Middle Tennessee on an absolutely beautiful Friday morning mm-hmm. so far. So far. So far. So far. Those, those uh, whatever, five-minute storms will blow through. And mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you're in Disney World. Yes. It rains every afternoon in Florida. Yes. Rain yeah. Everything in Florida. Yeah. It's okay. Yep. It's hey, you know, we're not far from football starting up. I've got something pulled up right now. Oh, you okay. do. Yeah, I do. It is uh it is almost football time in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh the dead period ends today. Uh it, they'll be back to football practice. Our high schools will be back to football practice on Monday. So um if you want to stop by with a cooler full of Gatorade to your favorite school after practice, I'm sure the team would appreciate it. Uh, make sure you bring enough for everybody, obviously. But um, uh, high schools are out there. Middle schools are out there working. So, um, you know, uh, it's going to be hot. But they, they, they're young and they're kids and they'll be okay. And with all the protocols we put in place to protect them, uh, they, they, they all should be just fine. Oh, yeah. Bank fine. camp will start soon. Get out there pounding the pavement. That's so we all uh, we all know what happened last year with Tennessee, the tremendous year they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the letdown at South Carolina. Uh, but and then you know uh, the quarterback getting hurt, so it was a uh, it was a great year for UT football on a huge rebound from where they were. Now this uh, thing called what's it called T Willie? Oh yeah, expectation, expectation, right? And the expectations in Knoxville are extremely high this year, mm-hmm. uh, to where they're expecting now this year. Not only did they conquer the the giant elephant of Alabama and got that off their back, this mm-hmm. year they're expected to go down and tackle the bulldog. And go all the hey, way. Hey, they got Florida off their back, too. They lost, like, um, yeah. I forgot how many in a row to Florida. So it, this is going to be a very interesting year for the mm-hmm. volunteers. Uh, you know, now they're not going to sneak up on anybody. Uh, this is the third year that SEC defensive coordinators have seen their offense. Trust me, these are very, very smart individuals, mm-hmm. and they are scheming right now to slow the volunteers down, make them run the football more, right? Not let Coach Heupel do what he wants to do. In other words, there's a lot of cramps that are going to come up. It's, it's going to be very – well, no, I, I think it's just they're going to start to scheme it yeah. because everybody's got 11 players, right? Yeah. And the field's you know, 50, 52 yards wide. yards wide. Yeah, and 100 yards long, so everybody plays on the same field. So the field doesn't give you any advantage because you're playing on the same field. It comes on personnel. Mm-hmm. And I think what you're going to start to see is people are going to scheme specifically for Heupel's offense. Uh, remember when uh, uh, Steve Spurrier came out, right? And he spread the field and threw it all over, and eventually the SEC caught up with him. You know, you're dealing with the mm-hmm. best athletes in the country. I can't believe I'm saying that because I'm from the Big Ten. But you are dealing with some of the best athletes in the country. There you go. So right. no, you're, coming, you're, you're from the big, the big two or three. No, that's not true because you get the big two or three in the SEC. There's only a couple teams that make the playoff every year. It's Alabama right. and Georgia and everybody else is who else. Well, right? I know L- LSU would sit there and, and talk to you. And about you're that. right. Once, once in a while in the Big Ten, besides Florida. you get a Penn State or an Iowa or Wisconsin. Yeah. So it's all the same. But uh, this year, the uh, the way too early top twenty five has come out. The way too way early. Way too early. And this is basically a reflection of what the, what the AP thought about uh, spring football. Right now, remember, 
You got transfer portals, you know, going left mm-hmm. and right, and people moving around. So they're still trying to solidify the rosters and figure out where they're going to go. But so, do they vote on this, or is this like a it, balloted kind of? Well, thing? Well, I think they've got a small group of AP people that sit around and say, "Hey, let's get people talking about football," because you know, basketball's over, hockey's over. Mm-hmm. Can we leave that in July? We're finally done with hockey and basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, baseball's kind of in the summer doldrums, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we know we're kind of halfway through the season in baseball. Really, from playing, it doesn't get cranked up until, you know, September, October. That's when everybody really starts to pay attention. So it's it's little football magic here for everybody. So here's your top 25, and this is from the AP. Way too early, though. Um, number 25, Texas Tech. 24, how about this, Tulane in the top top 25. Ooh, that hadn't mm-hmm. happened in a the long time. Uh, 23, South Carolina. 22, the Wisconsin Badgers. New head coach, Luke Fickle. They did not look good in spring football at all. They, the, the, the quarterback who transferred from SMU, who was supposed to be their savior, threw four interceptions in spring ball. Mm. So we'll see how the Badgers It just do. means they got a good defense. But hopefully they do, because they might be on the field a lot. Uh, 21, North Carolina. Uh, Tar Heels, 20, Oklahoma. How about that? Oklahoma, 20. Uh, 19, Ole Miss, 18, Oregon State, 17, TCU. After playing in the national title, mm-hmm. got gutted, and now they're 17th. Kansas State, 16. Probably one of the most underrated programs there is in college football, Kansas State. Yeah. Always there, always tough to play, yeah. right? So, uh, 15, Utah, one of the greatest uh one of the greatest team, the Utah Utes. Mm-hmm. Well, Scott, Not- I'll remind you, last year, both Kansas and Kansas State were ranked in the top 20. Yeah. Started off hot, and then Kansas faded in the, in, in, at the end. Washington Huskies at 14, Texas Longhorns. Question is, will Arch Manning quarterback this year or not? Mm-hmm. Uh, 12, Oregon Ducks, 11, Clemson Tigers. Is Dabo Sweeney slipping? You know, that's, that's pretty low ranking for Clemson right there. Mm-hmm. 10, Notre Dame. Oh, yawn. Who cares? Number nine, your Tennessee Volunteers. Number nine, your Tennessee Volunteers. Eight, Penn State. Now, Penn State, watch out for Penn State this year in the Big Ten. They've got everybody back. Well, and James Franklin, has he knows he's got to show mm-hmm. some everybody yeah, something because he's been a, he's been kind of a disappointment to them. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't beaten Michigan, hasn't beaten Ohio State in a while. Um, and, you know, if you're going to be one of those big programs, you've got to do it once in a while. Well, yeah. th- that whole they got a tremendous fan base oh, yeah. up there, and mm-hmm. they are hungry. Not yeah. a bad, not a bad place to play in Happy Valley with one hundred and three, hundred four thousand people. Yeah. Number seven, Florida State. Big question mark there on them. Six LSU, five USC. Tons of talent back out on the on the on the Southern California coast. We'll see if they can put it all together. I think Lincoln Rally's out there. Is it next year they join the Big Ten? Tw- uh, yes, next okay. year. And, and UCLA also. Yes. Number four, Ohio State Buckeyes. Number three, Alabama Crimson Tide. Shocker right there. Number two, Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> Go blue. And number one, Georgia Bulldogs. Now you think about this. <laughs> There's a. It can't happen in the Big Ten no. because they play each other, but your top four teams are Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State. Really, I couldn't argue with that, really. Yeah, that's a good playoff. I mean, and, and honestly – you could flip the order any way you want. I yeah, think those four teams are so close. I, I got a real yeah. problem with Georgia being number one when they don't have an established quarterback. Well, because until, that is until, so crucial. Until you beat the king, the king keeps the crown. 
just like Alabama was yeah. ranked number one every year yeah, true. until you beat a two-time defending national champion. Now, you're right, Kirby Smart's going to have some issues on the Plains this year. Yeah, but you never know. I mean, look at <laughs> look who's back. And, you know, look at Alabama. The quarterback goes and another one steps mm-hmm. right up. They're just, yeah. they got so many good players behind them, but uh, we won't know. But they're unproven, like you said. Yeah. So. And, and, Scott, you may have heard this, but uh, Joe Milton, Tennessee's quarterback, mm-hmm. went to the uh, – Passing Academy, mm-hmm. Manning Passing Academy. And they have a, I don't know if you call it a drill, but they have a, at the end of, of, I guess, each day, but during a, uh, during the camp, yeah. at the end of the day, they have a uh, thing where they call, they let everybody show off their arm strength and mm-hmm. they air it out. Yeah, And it's already been out there that Milton uh, hit somebody dead on the money 75 yards down the field. That's true. But they they said, I don't know how many how many campers they had in there. But I think it was several hundred. Mm-hmm. But they said whenever uh, Milton got his turn, he said everybody pretty much stopped their drills yeah. and just gathered around just to watch uh, him. I mean, Joe has always been a, yeah. a, a tools guy, right? Yeah. He's always impressed you with his tools. The problem is he hasn't played well. Yeah, his yeah. Accu- his accuracy mean, is generally not that I don't really – honestly, good. I don't care if a quarterback can throw the ball 75 yards downfield. Oh, I get it, yeah. In the SEC, you're not getting that time to throw no. 75 yards downfield because the guy can't run that far. I think Joe Montana was lucky if he could throw it 50, but look at, look at well, what's between his ears. You know, what I want to know is can the quarterback make the right read, put the team in the right play, and deliver the 10 – you know, the 5 to 10 to 15-yard pass right. on the money – Every time, look at Joe yeah. Burrow, right? And that was his problem is because he had such good arm strength, he would throw it through people yeah. sometimes. And, and the, the thing yeah. about these guys with these big arms, they don't understand touch. Right. You know, when, exactly. when, I'm, when I'm 10 yards away from you, you got to kind of just finesse it into me. I will tell you that Milton got considerably better on that end. I agree with you, too. Yeah. Right? And, he and got he's, a lot better there yeah. toward the end. And he's going to have, I mean, he's going to be pushed by Nico. We all know that because Nico did not come to UT to sit on the bench. And so you and they ain't know, paying him to sit on the bench well, either. Well, I mean, the, the problem you got is with the transfer portal, right? Mm-hmm. Nico got paid, mm-hmm. so he's already got his money from UT. If he thinks he's not going to get any playing time, he's going to be gone next year. He's going to hit the portal and go. So Hypo has to figure out a way to balance that ambition of Nico with the performance of the team. And if I'm Joe Milton, you're on a short leash, yeah, because I can't afford for us to to lose one or. You can't afford to lose any games in the SEC East with Georgia right. being there. You yeah. can't because you, then you got to beat. Then Georgia's got to lose twice, right? Yeah. So you can't lose any games in the East, and that game against Georgia's got to come down head to head for the championship to mm-hmm. see who goes. So that's a that's a tall order for a new. He's still a new quarterback, right? And. I think he's going to have a very short leash. Mm-hmm. I think what you'll see is in those first couple games, Nico's going to get some playing time to keep him happy, and they're going to judge Joe as has he figured out how to run the offense. Yeah, and that's what happened at Michigan. He he started, he was yeah. a starter, and uh, he struggled. And once the backup went in, he didn't get to play again. I mean, it was mm-hmm. – but the, the backup at the time, I can't remember the gentleman, young man's name, but really was an amazing quarterback, mm-hmm. so – and then next thing you know, he transfers to Tennessee. So, Well, there was a, a guy, I can't remember his name, he won like six or seven Super Bowls, had average average tools, yeah, and probably going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer unanimous. Oh, Brady, yeah. Yeah, yeah Tom Brady. He, he didn't have great tools. No. Probably going to be a first ballot. But, I mean, he didn't have any – he was not impressive in the combine and stuff like that. No. He was a six-round draft pick. 
Yeah. I mean, that was like somebody, oh, by the way, let's draft Brady, mm-hmm. right? And the rest is history. So I, I never get, I never get caught up in those, you know, the physical prowess of this or that. Can you play? And you know, mm-hmm. seven on seven is something to be talked about. But you know what? Seven on seven doesn't have a guy like Daniel, who's six five two ninety, rushing in your face in high school, right? Can you perform when the big guys are in front of you and and people are trying to come after you? Mm-hmm. And that's when you start to see the good quarterbacks separate from the bad quarterbacks. And we'll see. I mean, the SEC is not an easy conference to play quarterback in, you know. And so, uh, and trust me, I would be willing to bet you that there's probably something to do with Tennessee and Alabama on every Alabama's locker this year. <laughs> trust me, <laughs> I'm sure there is. Because yeah. Daniel is 15 years old. My my youngest is 15 years old. Until this year, he never knew that Tennessee could beat Alabama. Yeah, in football, never and, knew it. And, no, and you know what's going to happen? They're they're going to uh, Alabama's going to come into the locker room the day of their game, and the Roll Tide's going to be playing. Oh, yeah. Hell, it's going to be know, crazy down there. Rocky Top then, will be know, blasted. So it's it's going to be you know Tennessee's not sneaking up on anybody anymore. They're not the Tennessee from three four years ago that were a five hundred football team and struggling. Now they went out and put together pretty much a perfect year. I mean, everything went perfect for them against Alabama, and almost lost it at the end anyway. You know, I mean, it took a, a field goal miss from the Alabama kicker and then one of the worst field goal kicks I've ever seen in my life. Squib kick. That got across the goal lines, <laughs> or the upright somehow. But uh, it'll be a very interesting year in college football, a lot of parity. Uh, and then we'll see who shakes out, who's going to. And, you know, the big thing is, and you know, it's really, it comes down to injuries. Oh, yeah. Do, do you Always. get people hurt? Yep. And yep. Tennessee really didn't have that many much an injury bug last year. And so you maintain your number one throughout the year, and you play. It's just like in high school football, right? Yep. If you don't get injured, you got a good shot of winning a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Well, Tennessee's got a lot more depth this year, thank mm-hmm. goodness. You know, That's yeah. one thing Alabama's been really good about is building depth. Well, the thing that's been so impressive about Alabama is being able to build it and keep it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without it's like the, a constant. Well, yeah. with, without these guys getting – I mean, they're all five-star athletes, right? Sure. It's like if you're in the linebacker room in Alabama, right, take a pick. They're all five-star athletes, right, at Alabama. To get, to convince those young men who are freshmen, who are five-star, they could go play for anybody in the country, to be willing to sit on the bench at Alabama for two or three years, waiting your turn to become an All-American, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's very difficult in today's environment with our athletes who want that gratification now. Mm-hmm. So kudos to Alabama, and if, and if, and Ohio State's been like that. Now Michigan is putting something together. Look at Georgia. Yeah, I mean it's not. It's just it's not. What we, it's just another year for Georgia, right? It's another year for Alabama. Not a rebuild, a reload. Uh, and just keep going. So hopefully Tennessee can get into that mode where it's another year for Tennessee. Yeah. So folks, we're coming close to the end. Uh, Terry, we got any programming notes? Well, we got the Atlanta Braves baseball uh, tonight at. Uh, 425. They're tomorrow. on a hot streak. They are. They're playing great, great baseball. Tomorrow they're on at 5, and then uh, Sunday at uh, noon they'll come on. NASCAR races, we got the truck race from Mid-Ohio on tomorrow at noon on the station, 101.7. And the cup race at 5 o'clock. they got a late start out in at Hotlanta. Hotlanta. It's actually the fastest track in the circuit right now. Formula so. 1, Max Verstappen won 18 seconds. Wow. 18 seconds. Which is huge. Think about a talented...